Hi, and welcome to Practical Reliability. I'm George Williams, CEO of Reliability X, and your host today. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Ron Sullivan from Haymar Lasers. Ron has over 25 years' experience in condition monitoring field, uh, mostly focused on precision laser alignments and vibration analysis. Um, he started his career in the air conditioning field. He's just well known in the space of laser alignments. He spent 15 years of Vibraline prior to joining Haymar. Um, so, without further ado, welcome Ron Sullivan. Good morning, George. Good seeing you again. Ah, it's great to see you. We we actually got a chance to catch up uh, back at a conference not too long ago, where we kind of had an adjoining wall and a booth. Uh, yes. And it was great to see you because, you know, we don't really cross paths that often. Most of your territory is things like Latin America, right? So you do a lot of heavy travel down there. I, I, I haven't. Well, that's that's from the previous uh, employer. Uh, but uh, at, at hey, that's that's fine. Um, at Haymar and Laser Instruments, uh, my my coverage, my span is is global, uh, obviously because of the pandemic and such, not not traveling as much. But uh, I do a lot more domestic traveling now and. A lot of the international distributors we work, uh, you know, we're leveraging technology like everyone uh, to keep in touch with them and support them in their in their activities. So it's less costly and less taxing on our on our bodies to be jumping on planes as much. But we're the, the bandwidth to offer support is, cer is certainly there. Did that did that impact um, the industry and how uh, marketing and sales are are seen? So. So you you know you would have a global role and you would travel all over the place to make sure that you have a face to face connection and to create that uh, relationship right because that those things are really critical. Yeah. Are people now more receptive to building that relationship remotely? They 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 seem to be moving they seem to be moving in that direction honestly, um, and and where, where it has impact is with my local channels or my local distributors. When the when the restrictions came in with the pandemic, a lot of them were uh, not allowed to make uh, implant visits. So uh, demo demonstrations or proof of concept projects and so forth, all of all of that was uh, uh, curtailed. So that had a, that did have an that did have an impact. Um, as things are starting to loosen up, some customers are offering uh, uh, reopening their doors and bringing us back in physically. Others have decided it's more efficient for their time also to work, you know, connect via the web or Zoom meetings and so forth. They can get as much information. Uh, you know, we can, I'm, I'm doing a lot more uh, online demos where I do a screen share and the customer actually has a sensation to feel, look and feel of actually operating the laser alignment instrument without leaving their desk. So, right, right. So it's, it's a blend. Uh, it's a blend now. It's a it's a work in progress, right? I think everybody's trying to figure that out, and and you know, on the on the consumer side of things, we have to kind of conform to it a little bit in order to build relationships and and obtain products. And and on the sales side, it's got to be a whole different world for sure, um, because you're you're trying to build those relationships. So I think we're we're figuring it out as a as a or as a global entity, but uh, yes. certainly comes with its challenges. So let's talk all things laser alignment. So for folks that are completely new to understanding what this is that may be listening to this podcast or folks that maybe are using dial indicators or other means to, to align um, shafts, walk me through what laser alignment is and why it's critical. 
Well, you know, I, I, I have a true story. This morning, I, I uh, called a buddy of mine I went to college with. He's a civil engineer, and I'd, I'd shared a picture of the last plant visit I'd done. I'd shared a picture of a machine where we'd use the laser to align it. He, he saw the picture of the machine, and he, he, he commented back on WhatsApp. He says, I don't understand. Why are they using a laser? The machine, the dimensions don't seem to be very long, very large. Why would you need a laser? You probably could just use a straight edge. So as I was speaking with him this morning, I said, well, I was thinking how to answer him. And I said, well, imagine if the machine was very, very small. Those shafts weren't very, very long. Um, what if the speed of the shafts was very, very high? Would the impact, the effects of misalignment, the, misal the forces generated from the misalignment, would those be significant? And the light bulb went on. He said, ah, oh, now I see it. I, and I said, well, exactly. Now, you don't have to use a laser to align everything. You either know, need to know how to properly use dial indicators and and then how to take into account bracket sag and so forth. Um, and it can be tedious with the manual methods. What, what the laser alignment systems bring to the alignment process is a sagless reference, which is the laser beam. It doesn't, you know, doesn't sag for, for the applications we're, we're doing, like a dial indicator on a bracket would. And it, it removes a lot of the manual calculation and graphing that needs to be done if you're using dial indicators. I will confess, this past week, I had a customer call, a potential customer, he's a quality guy, and he was upset because his guys were having too, a difficult time with dial indicators aligning a piece of machinery. Uh, machinery is very small, uh, does need to be aligned. Um, and I, I actually instead sent them an email with a link to some materials on reverse indicator method. He, he had so few pieces of equipment to align annually, there really was no good payback for it. So I, I suggested he should buttress the training. And you and I have touched on this. You know, a lot of our uh, technicians, millwrights, are not getting the, uh, the foundational training and the hands-on with I, I actually like engaging with people who've used dial indicators and understand their strengths and their weaknesses. They make a much more informed laser alignment purchaser because they know what the problems, the potential pitfalls, the, the long time to make the adjustments. So they, more so than anyone else, they see the benefits of using a laser systems, you know, eliminating having to worry about SAG, not having to make those calculations, and having a display that can help you actually reposition the machine properly and bring it into bring it into alignment. Well, two things. A, um, I, I love the integrity that you have as a human being and a salesperson to always do what's best for your client, regardless of whether it means a sale or not. So um, kudos for that. Um, we always right. respect people like that. So um, it just, again, um, demonstrates how, how great of a person you are. Um, and two, you know, an educated buyer is always the best buyer, right? So, it, and the, the trouble we're having today is that skills trades gap and how folks are coming into our industries today. And there are certainly plenty of uh, state required licensings in various areas and things of that nature. And those folks go through some apprenticeships and, and maybe potentially get good training in, in how to use dial indicators. But 
right now they got to fill seats in positions so fast they're saying oh well we don't really need the requirement just fill the position right like like right. the same thing with like drug testing is pretty much gone now <laughs> like there's all these things like we just need can you fog a spoon okay great go a line a pump so yeah exactly. and, and so it you know it kind of you know what the the advantage of a laser is a reduction in the required skill set and capabilities as well right not only is it more accurate mm -hmm. but you can teach someone how to do that relatively easily when compared to the use of dial indicators exactly exactly and, and that's the thing it does it brings it brings an efficiency to that part of the the maintenance process most people performing alignments are not um you know aside from say a service provider a service contractor most uh, uh maintenance personnel at a plant uh, are not performing alignments on an ongoing regular basis so to have an instrument that they can you know open up the case set it up and you know, very quickly uh, uh, measure the misalignment and make the corrections without without a huge, huge uh, 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 history of, of practicing or a lot of lot of training. So that's one of that's one of the big benefits. And as you said, everyone's shorthanded. So that 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 maintenance person has a work order to perform an alignment. Um, He's lost one or two team members, and so he has a backlog of work orders for. You know, he's got to go check the pneumatic system next, or he's got a, uh, you know, he's got an electrical problem that he's got to chase down. So the laser alignment systems make that part of his job go lots, lot faster. Frees him up to address other things that he needs to, that he needs to do. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So walk me through. Um the advantages in terms of the longevity of the asset. So what, how is it uh, that misalignment impacts say a pump or uh, some parallel shaft? Yeah. Well, you know, what we found out years ago, year, years ago, probably over 20 years ago, I was involved in a study, a, a cross uh, technology study uh, at Eli Lilly. We'd found a, a partner, an industrial partner at Eli Lilly that would let us come in monthly and run these tests on this setup. And, and what we found basically using infrared uh, measuring force, uh, we had uh, uh, some, some sensors mounted using vibration analysis also. When you have misalignment, uh, flexible couplings don't absorb the misalignment. Flexible coupling just allows your machine to run in a misaligned condition longer. The misalignment forces are transmitted to the bearings that are supporting the shafts and and those bearings get overloaded um, and especially when you have angular misalignment you have a, a sort of a, a thrusting action and uh, a forces in the axial direction and most of your bearings in in rotating machinery are designed to carry mostly a radial load um, they're not designed to carry a high axial load so yeah if you have invariably if you have misalignment i'll guarantee 99 percent of the time you'll have combination of offset and angular misalignment, that angular misalignment leads directly to axial forces that rapidly deteriorate your, your, your uh, rolling element bearings. I like to use the, uh, I like to simplify the L10 formula. It's kind of a hairy looking formula when you first look at it, understanding all of the uh, L components in the, in the formula, but I like to simplify, you can simplify the L10 formula one over force all raised to the third power and and you can demonstrate there if you were to double the force 
because that factor is raised to the third power, you cut the life expectancy of the bearing down to one eighth of what the design life was. Now it's hard to double the force on a bearing realistically, but that's a good graphical way I found in training to communicate that every small increase in force that your bearing is carried, you raise that to the third power, that's the impact it's having on your life expectancy. And that's and the significant. Actual, yeah, the actual one is especially bad. Yeah, I mean, when we think about a, a rower element bearing uh, in the axial direction, I mean, you've, you've got a lip on the outer race and, and a cage, right? It's not right. it's not taking the heavy load in any way, shape, or form. So uh, that misalignment really has an impact there. Okay, so now you're you're with Haymar, and Haymar has this X series. Talk a little bit about the X series and and what uh, what's special about the X series. So the, the X series uh, is is the outcome of a, a, a rebranding campaign that we started recently. And what we did is we rebranded re our Stealth series, the X series from Haymar Laser Instruments. The Haymar Laser name had a little bit more presence and recognition in the market. And along with that rebranding to the X series, we launched something called Build Your Own, where we let customers actually select from over two dozen apps that are part of our software, similar to when you go to buy a, um, you're buying, a, say, a Dell computer online, you'll select, you select the processor, you select how much RAM, you select uh, what operating system you want to have installed on it. With with us, we have what's called build your own, where the customer can actually select which components they want as part of their laser alignment system. They're not stuck buying a fixed package that we you know, that we think that they need. So if you don't have a vertical machine, you don't need the vertical machine module, you can bypass that. But if you have machine trains, select a machine train option, or the way the software is configured, you can upgrade down the road. If down the road you start installing a lot of vertical machines and now you need the vertical machine module, it's a quick phone call and an email and you're upgraded to the, the, the new module. Excellent. So is this um, the the does this the X series use uh, applications on your phone? Is it uh, a, a device that you would have to up up you know kind of upload the new software into? The device the device we offer is a uh, ten a ten inch rugged tablet um, to operate operate the software. The software is written in uh, for for a Windows for a Windows environment. Another interesting thing we found as we were doing the rebranding. We took the laser systems back to the lab and we've updated our technical specifications. It turns out that our angular uh, measuring range, the amount of misalign initial misalignment that we can measure uh, and have readings to provide a result is, is either anywhere from two to four times what we originally published. So our specs have been improved. And so um, it's a lot, lots easier to take our system now uh, with more confidence, put it on a machine and regardless of almost regardless of how badly it's misaligned, you can get good, accurate data to figure out the misalignment and and correct it. Yeah, sometimes that can be a challenge, right? Especially with a significant offset alignment. If you're using a laser that has a very fine focal point and emitter and detector, uh, I have found, at least in my past, that sometimes that can become a challenge and you almost have to misalign the lasers um, or angular the lasers to make up the difference 
But then when you rotate the shaft, you're way off anyway, right? You're way off, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. The the, the Haymar systems use a, a, a dual beam, unidirectional dual beam. So the lasers are, be, lasers are being emitted from one head only. And, and so there's a direct measurement of the angularity by virtue of using the two laser beams. So we can see that very large misalignment if it's there and still have successfully have readings as you rotate the shafts without having to go through a sort of a manual pre-alignment of the machine. And that a, a manual pre-alignment is not hard if you have a small machine, but you, you start having 100 horsepower, 150, 500 horsepower motors, that can take quite a bit of time. So if you have a, you know, if you have a laser system, you want it to help you, even with these grossly misaligned large machines, all the way down to the small ones. Excellent. And what what about distance coverage for for the beam? So how how long of a a, a gap can you have? Um, it's interesting. I like to poke the bear on that one. Um, I had a customer in Columbia contact me last week, and he was adamant. He was a reseller, not very well versed in alignment. Said he would, he had to have a laser system that could shoot ten meters. Well, we have a laser. Ours we have two versions. One that will shoot four and a half meters, and one that will shoot ten meters. So. I just said to him, out of curiosity, I said, I've done a lot of alignments. I said, I've never done anything that has a 10-meter separation. So I asked him to go back to his customer and give me, send me a picture. I'm interested to see what it is they're aligning. But long story short, most, most of the systems on the market now will go up to about, up to about 10 meters is, is what they catalog. Yep. Excellent. Awesome. So um, when you're... <sighs> trying not trying to sell this in like so not you as a salesperson but internally as a company when mm -hmm. when folks are trying to justify either the spend or get leadership to understand um right. is part of the process either I, you know it used to be you could travel right to their site and go out there and help them align a pump and see a easy before and after That's take some vibration right. readings and it's mm -hmm. good to go in today's right. remote environment, that's got to be a little bit more difficult. Talk, talk to me about, A, the benefits of being able to do that before and after and, and see the, the vibration change. And then how do you, how do you overcome that challenge today? Uh, it, 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 I, I much more prefer the in-person. I, 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 I like to meet people. And as you said, a, a, a quick a before and after with you know, vibra a vibration instrument, uh, an ultrasound, uh, it, it shows emphatically immediately you know the benefits of, of aligning it one of the things that we undertook we we also have if you visit our website we have a uh, we have an online roi calculator where you can enter your uh some just four key parameters you know how many how many pieces of machinery do you have in your plant that would potentially need alignment precision alignment and and what are your operating per hours per day days per year and we have a drop down to select your energy charge cost, industrial cost based on your state. And we calculate a, I use some very conservative numbers in the background to calculate some potential energy savings and savings based on repairs and avoided failures and so forth. So, and the customer can download an ROI report that they can then take uh, into management to try to, to try to, to try to justify this, this, the needed spend. So, the online ROI calculator is one of the ways we're doing it. Uh, 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 what we've implementing now, um, as we're being restricted more and more, you know, showing up to do these before and afters and actually doing the doing the alignment 
it's also a little more efficient. Um, and I always ask my customers, you know, if you're going to take it in for approval, um, go, you know, go out there and try a few yourselves. Take some before and after as well. Use the ROI calculator report so you have more and more documentation. One of the things I, I think you encounter this too. A lot of times we don't uh, toot our horns, especially in the in the maintenance field. We don't toot our horns as much as we as we should. So a lot of my customers, I always ask them, you know, you know, take some amp readings before and after you do an alignment, and just document it and put it away somewhere down the road. You may need it as you need to invest in you know more training or more personnel to prove out to the folks who uh, look at the numbers day in and out that precision alignment has an impact on the reliability of their equipment and whether they can run and make the products that everybody showed up to make that day. If, you know, people don't show up at work to fix machines. You, you run a plant to make a product to provide to your, to your customers and precision alignment is key, a key part in keeping those plants, that rotating equipment, those plants running reliably. I love everything you just said. So I, we try to always, there, there is definitely a gap between like the maintenance world and how they communicate to senior leadership. And nice. you're right. They're not uh, a good advocate of their self, right? Because they, they just know things emphatically. I know I yeah. need to align this pump, right? Yeah. And so they take that as gospel, but senior leadership needs a little bit more than that. And you touch on a lot of good points you know, inside the organization, in some companies, somebody's responsible for sustainability goals and energy goals. Somebody's responsible for safety goals and all those things, right? And if we can articulate the value of what we're looking for in terms, not just money, but in other terms, um, you know, training to HR and, and energy savings based on before and after readings using lasers, it, it, way more than just the financial impact, uh, you, you have a much greater advantage and possibility of gaining success for the things that you're looking for investment on. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I understand the, and I understand the position of, you know, the folks, the customers we interact with, you know, they're typically they're way down in your organization. You know, it, unfortunately there's a del there's more and more work. There are fewer and fewer hands to get the work done. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not advocating some big, grandiose research project on a day-to-day -day basis. But, you know, if, if you have to replace, you get a work order to replace a coupling um, or, or you know, you have to replace a bearing, if you have a chance, get a quick before and after, jot a few notes into the, into the, uh, uh, on the slip on a work order or into your system. And over time, you'll build, you'll build enough mini case stories, real ones right there at your plant that can be backed up by, you know, your your purchasing department will say, yeah, we did have to replace, uh, you know, 200 couplings last year and, you know, 50 bearings and there was this much in shipping charges to expedite, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. They have the information there. It's just that they're so busy. Um, and I, I see part of my job is, is, is helping them to realize that they have those, uh, those resources are there and they need to tap into them to, to build their case to support the efforts, you know, their, their reliability efforts. Outstanding. And at, certainly everybody can use a little refresher in how to build an ROI and build their business case. So I love it. Absolutely love it. Ron, how can folks find out more about Haymar, the X series or connect to you directly? Well, uh, my, 
Connecting directly is easy. It's ron.sullivan with two L's at haymarlaser.com, which is H-A-M-A-R-L-A-S-E-R. Or visit our, our new website, shaftalignment.haymarlaser.com. Excellent. Outstanding. Well, Ron, thank you so much for being on Practical Reliability. We're about out of time. Um, and, but we will absolutely meet again and, and continue this discussion because it, I absolutely love everything you bring to the table, the integrity you have, the, the professionalism, and your incredible knowledge on all things laser alignment. Thanks for being on Practical Reliability. Thanks for having me. Thanks. It's good seeing you, George. Excellent. Take care. All right. Take care. For Ron Sullivan, I'm George Williams. Go make tomorrow better than today.